0: Season 1, episode 71, Pete's podcast, Bible Story Evangelism, John chapter 17, verses 1 through 26, the high priestly prayer of intercession. Normally I read an outline of the chapter that we're going to study. This only has one point, the high priestly prayer of intercession of Jesus Christ. In chapters 13 14 15 and 16 he's saying goodbye to his disciples now in chapter 17 verses 1 through 26 which is chapter 17 he uh, is talking to god about his disciples praying for them so we will get and not only for them but also for us in verse 20 he says neither pray i for these alone these apostles alone He's eleven, but for them which also shall believe on me through their word. So the fancy name for that is apostolic succession. I know the man that led me to the Lord. I have seen the man that led him to the Lord. I've heard about the man that my great my great grandfather in the Lord, and I really don't know beyond that. It's kind of like my my own personal life. Uh, I, I can go back to my great grandfather and uh not much beyond that in my physical life my uh the flesh if you will in the spirit i can go back uh to my grandfather as well all right so um so we're going to start in verse 1 here and just remember we're in this prayer too in chapter in verse 20 uh, neither pray i for these alone but for them which shall believe on me through their word." So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And I pray the prayer of Paul. Uh, none of these things move me, neither count on my life dear unto myself, that I might finish my course with joy in the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus Christ, to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Paul, uh, John said that he wrote the, book of, uh, the gospel of John um, in chapter 20, verse 31 but these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through His name. That's why I'm talking to you, to, to uh, one, to, to, that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, and the Son of God, and believing that you might have life through His name. And the other, and again, the might is on you. If you believe, you have it. Uh, and then the other thing is to to, to encourage believers. Uh, maybe I give them ideas of, of Scripture that they could use to witness to other people and give them a knowledge of the Scripture that I've worked on for the 48 years of my Christian life. So, here we go. I think I'm in my 49th year, but anyway. Uh, chapter, John chapter 17, verse 1, which in my uh, e-sword... HD, I think it's called for my iPad, uh, has the, the high priestly prayer. These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy Son, and thy Son also, that thy Son also may glorify thee. He knows that within 24 hours he will be in paradise spend Friday, Saturday, Sunday and rise again on the first day of the week and see Mary Magdalene say, don't touch me. I'm not yet risen to the Father. So he was on his way uh, to see the Father. I think he was leading captivity captive. Uh, Paradise is empty now. Unfortunately, hell is not. The hell part of Sheol. Anyway, so this is his prayer. Father, the hour has come. Glorify thy son that thy son may also glorify thee. It's going to be the horrible death of crucifixion. He's going to become the sin of the whole world. My God, my God, why hath thou forsaken me? I don't think he's looking forward to that. But uh, the, it's worth it. And whatever problems we face in this life, and nothing, well, I've had it pretty easy, but, but it's to be compared to the glory that we'll have with the Lord. All right, verse 2. As thou hast given... Him power as thou hast given him power over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him and this is eternal life that they might know thee the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. I'm confused about who the hymn is. I probably shouldn't say that. Let me start over again. These words, verse 1. These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son and thy son may glorify thee. I think he died in a glorious manner um, from, from all accounts. Very painful death and becoming the son of the whole world as thou hast given him power over all flesh and he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him well, there's no question that in this passage, in this prayer that the ones that are given to, to Christ are the apostles the eleven I would argue that Judas was also an apostle uh, Judas, I, I mean uh, doubting Thomas has, has yet to believe doesn't make him very different from from uh from what's truly important which uh Judas Iscariot master missed, missed. you have got to include that name so the hymn here is Jesus Christ power over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish you know that's Jesus speaking of John chapter 10 So he's going into third person here, which is a little confusing, but I hadn't noticed that before. But many as thou hast given him. Okay, again, uh, there's a two-part. Seek and ye shall find. And Jesus came to seek and to save that which is lost. So there's two two sides of salvation. Jesus is seeking. You're seeking. You're going to run into each other. Maybe you will over this podcast or these podcasts. I don't know. Maybe I'm just planting a seed. But... um, Again, God giving uh, Judas Iscariot was not enough. Judas Iscariot never believed, it says. You can look that up. Uh, the phrase Jesus, Judas Iscariot never believed, and, and you can find out the verse on that one. Um, so, verse 3, And this is eternal life, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Um, I, I met the Lord the night I trusted Christ as my Savior. I found out it was a free gift that it was not of works. I repented of my dead works, which are my very best works. Um, I, anyway, all right. So, um, I was going to tell you my best work. I guess I will. I, uh, But I did it after I was already a believer, so it never occurred to me to say, God, you know, If Christ doesn't work, remember that kid I I helped save from drowning? Um, Two people went before me. I had just taken a class in life-saving at West Point, and uh, it's row, throw, and go. And uh, don't be too eager. Uh, The the instructor said that when when two people die, 80% of the time, one of them is trying to save the other. So this kid was as big as me, and, and he was younger than me, but he was a big boy and he was having trouble. And I dove in when uh, the second person that tried to save him was was uh, incapacitated and then I dove and unfortunately I didn't back off as my instructor said and you know, let him burn up some energy so you can pull him to shore. Uh, even if he passes out, just keep his head above water, and get him out of the water and, and uh, don't let him get a hold of you. When I hit him I dove in off the dock, it was a river, so it was open water, but uh, I dove in and my head hit his chest and he got a hold of me and wrapped around me with his arms and legs and I was in trouble. I went down, Uh, I I don't really know what was going on around me, Um, maybe some other people got involved, I don't know, but I I hit a rock, a boulder in the bottom of the river uh, as I went down and I pushed off and we both came up out of the water, I know that. And then the next time there was a bend in the river, the next time I came down, I was able to uh, touch the ground. And I don't know if people were pulling me or what, there were there was definitely a crowd around me as, as quick as I could remember. Uh, and I put my hand between my face and his face because he was hanging on to me for dear life. And uh, I pushed his face away and I was, I was a little concerned that he was not letting me go. And... Uh, but uh, when we got to the shore, which was just not very far away, um, a, a short walk, let's put it that way, and uh, climbed up out of the river, and uh, it was there were trees growing along the side of it. So, but anyway, we got up to a grassy place on the bank of the river, and he said, "Thank you for saving my life." You know, and it, I, you know, but that's that's my those are dead works, my friend. You can't take your best thing you ever did and say, "Okay, God, you owe me eternal life." Because I helped save a kid drowning, and I don't want to tell you the the whole story because it would take too long. But anyway, that's basically the story. And uh, I, I, again, the lifeguard went in first. I'm going, hey, great, there's a lifeguard. And uh, but unfortunately, the the kid was underwater and need the lifeguard in the mouth. And the lifeguard came up semi-conscious with blood coming out of his mouth. Then another uh, counselor uh, dove in the water and uh, was bringing him back and said, "Throw me the buoy." So on the lifeguard stand there was a buoy, a torpedo buoy, handle on each end with a rope on it. So I threw the buoy to the to the to the girl, who was uh, about half the size of the guy, but she was a very good tennis player and a very good athlete. I mean, she was ranked nationally, and she was swimming back with him. She taught lifesaving. She was swimming back with him. I threw her, she said she was running out of speed because there was a current in the river and she wasn't getting back to the to the dock. It was a floating dock that kind of teed off the bank, so we were out in not the middle of the river, but maybe a third way of the river way out. It wasn't a super wide river, it was in the middle of the state of Florida. But anyway, I threw the buoy to her and I started pulling her in, thinking this is great, you know, row, throw, and go. So I, I threw there was no boat to row, so I didn't have to go. So she, the, the buoy came untied. I don't know who's supposed to check those knots, but you know, some kid probably untied the buoy and you know whatever, I don't know. But, uh, so I was just holding a rope. And she went under with the kid, and the kid climbed up, got the buoy away from her, and climbed it up like a telephone pole until his head tipped over and the buoy shot out, his butt came up in the, above the water and the buoy shot out like a torpedo down the river and around the corner it was gone so at that point I don't know if she 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 called for my help or what but I dove in and I guess I had too much adrenaline because I hit it hit my head with in his chest and and then he grabbed a hold of me and we both went under and I thought okay well I'm going to be one of the 80 percent that doesn't make it but uh I did I did make it and uh, I, I really don't know I can't explain how uh there was a bend in the river, there was a current, I guess it took us to close to the shore. I did push, I did. it was deeper than I could stand initially, but after my first bounce off the bottom, as I recall, I was touching the bottom. Can't explain it any better than that, but I'm not, you know, I know I tell this story, and I told it to students for, you know, 31 years, rainy day, whatever, you know, lights go out or something, and I have to come up with a story to tell them. Um, but I don't, I don't, it's not like I need to waste time here. But anyway, I'm just trying to explain what dead works are. Dead works are the very best. They're all dead, good and bad. Whosoever should keep the whole law and yet offend in one point is guilty of all. We're all guilty and we're all guilty of all. We need a savior. So if you don't think you need a savior, you are mistaken. So, all right. So, um, we're talking about salvation here. All right, so, um, and we're talking about the Lord praying for us in verse 20, but now we're going to go back up here. I have glorified Thee, Lord, on the earth. I have finished the work which Thou, Lord, gavest me to do. Jesus is praying to God the Father. And now, O Father, glorify Thou me with Thine own self, With the glory which I had with thee before the world was. I was reading a commentary that said that one thing that Jesus... I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm just going to mention it. um, That Jesus gave up his omnipresence, you know, that, that he's everywhere. But, you know, he did tell Philip when you were... Or Nathaniel, when you were under the fig tree, I was... You know, I saw you. So, I think he gave up some of his abilities... But uh, he's—I I think he's looking forward to getting them back after he is crucified, which takes uh, between six and nine hours. Could have been longer, but he gave up the ghost, and it was the next day was the Passover, so they took—you know—they killed him by breaking their legs because, from what I understand, you have to push up with your legs to breathe. Anyway, moving right along. I need to—I need to move out and get this taught. Okay. Um, And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. Verse six, I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me, minus one that never believed, out of the world. He's talking about his apostles here. Thine they were, and thou gavest them me, and they have kept thy word. Again, uh, got a little problem with Thomas, but anyway, God he knows all things, and he knows Thomas is going to believe. I guess he's not too worried about Thomas. Okay, verse seven. Now they have known. Now they, the apostles, have known that all things whatsoever Thou Lord hast given me are of Thee, and I, Jesus, again is doing the talking have given unto them, the apostles, the words which thou gavest me, and they have received them. So, to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Are you going to receive God's word? Are you going to receive the gospel of the grace of God? You do that by believing it. And have known surely that I came out from thee, Lord, and they, the apostles, have believed that thou didst send me. So there's the connection between received the words that you gave me and believed that thou didst send me. Believe on me. Verse 9. I, Jesus, pray for them, the apostles. I pray not for the world, but for the apostles, which thou hast given me, Lord, and they are thine, and all mine are thine, And thine are mine, and I am ego ami. I want to start saying that from now. I've I've been trying to say ego, uh, I am, and pause, but I just heard a commentary of the Bible Project uh, uses uh, ego ami and uh, he, uh, Greek ego ami. I am glorified in them. We glorify God by believing in Him, we glorify Jesus Christ by believing in Him. You cannot elevate Christ too much. We're not taking away from God. We we do it to the glory of God when we lift up Christ, when we, we when we believe in him. Verse 11. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee, Holy Father, keep through thine own name those these apostles whom thou hast given me, uh, except the one that didn't believe, which was given too, but he didn't. He got it. It's not just God picking, okay, you're going to be saved. Judas needed to believe that they may be one as we are one. He's really hoping for the apostles to be in unity, and they were pretty much, but you know, uh, uh, Paul called out Peter when he messed up in Antioch. I think we've talked about that before. While I was with them, the apostles in the world, for three years, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou gavest me I have kept, and none of them is lost but the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. It was prophesied that one of his own would betray him. Judas Iscariot, who never believed, was chosen and never believed. So you, Calvinists out there, uh, what do they call it? Uh, reform theology now. Um, you know, I call it the eeny, meeny, miny, moe God. I, I please God to save them that believe. So anyway, verse 13. Now come I to thee, Lord, and these things I, Jesus Christ, speak in the world, that they might have my joy. Joy comes up so often. These things, um, none of these things move me. Neither count on my life, dear to myself, that I might finish my course with joy, and the ministry which I have received the Lord Jesus Christ to testify the gospel of the grace of God, which I get to do around the world on these podcasts. Now I I, I couldn't be happier. Okay, um, all right. So I I move my iPad here, and I it's a moving target. Okay, um, Okay. and now, verse 13, And now I come, and now come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. So, trusting Christ, even suffering for Christ, even being martyred for Christ, Jesus is talking about joy, and, and his apostles are going to be martyred all but the writer of this gospel, John, who from what I understand, they tried to martyr him, but it didn't work. Boiled in oil or something. That kind of would leave a mark. And then he died on the island of Patmos. But anyway, we knew that he wouldn't be crucified because that was for Peter. And John said, and Peter said, what about John? How's John going to die? And he said, what is it to you if he lives until I come back? But he did live a long time. Okay to about 90, which was about 30 years longer than Paul or, or Peter. I have given... Okay, verse 14. I have given them, the apostles, thy word, and the world hated. hath hated them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. And they're going to be martyred, except for John. Uh, verse 15. I, Jesus, pray not... That thou, Lord, would take them out of the world, but that thou should keep them from the evil one. Usually in the King James, when you just read that word evil, it's usually in the Greek, the evil one. But I think that's who's, you know, protect them. He shall give his angels charge over thee, and they shall keep thee in all thy ways. They shall lift thee up lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. That's a promise in Psalm 91 to us. I'm counting that promise anyway. I don't know about you. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night nor for the arrow that flieth by day nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness. COVID. uh, Nor the destruction that wasteth at noonday. I wear a mask and I've got the... I live in the United States so I got the, the vaccine. I'm old enough to be a priority. But anyway... Um, As thou hast sent me, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Set them apart by thy word. And I like memorizing scripture. I think it sets me apart. It sets my n- name in the right place. My mind in the right place. Just, I'm just going to tell you how I prepared this lesson on my iPad. I went through and all the pronouns if they were Jesus or God, I put them in purple. If they were apostles, I put them in a, a color blue. If they were Christians, like neither pray I for these alone, but for them which shall believe there. I put that in in green because Christians are supposed to grow. Anyway, uh, sanctify them, set them apart, Lord. Thy truth, through Thy truth, Thy word is truth. So again, you four talks. Let God talk to you through His word. Through reading it, memorizing it, studying it, uh, teaching it, and then that's uh, then talk to God in prayer. Father, I desire to be filled with knowledge of your will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, to walk worthy of you unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of you, strengthened with all might according to your glorious power, with patience, long-suffering, and joyfulness, giving thanks to you, Father, who has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints and light who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us in the kingdom of your dear Son in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. Now, Paul prayed that every day for the Colossians, so excuse me if I memorized it and prayed every day uh and I, I tell you it was a, it was the only thing i knew when i was uh, i hadn't started memorizing scripture but when i was laying in that hospital bed uh for a month after my near fatal motorcycle accident i i was really happy to have that prayer with me and and people would you know nurses would come in and say man you have such a good attitude i go yeah well let me tell you about the lord anyway all right Okay, verse nineteen. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they might also be sanctified through the truth. Now Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by Him. But anyway, the truth, sanctified, set apart, is what sanctified means. Neither neither pray I thee. Neither I, neither pray I Jesus for these alone, apostles. But for them also which shall believe on me through their words. That would be us. If you're a believer, I know I'm a believer, so that would be for me. He's praying for me 2,000 years ago. And they, verse 21, that they all may be one as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee, and they also may be one in us now i think we're included in that i mean he just introduced us here and believed through their name so i kind of left the apostles i'm just going to say us mm-hmm. believers how about that that believers also may be one that the world may believe that the world may believe that doesn't we're supposed to you know make christ look as attractive as possible that youth group i was in they were way to make Christ look important is to share them with other people at every opportunity that's what we my youth group was all about to the point where it kind of made me uncomfortable but that's okay you know they're going to be a lot more uncomfortable in hell than I am telling them about Christ so anyway I talk to people about the Lord all the time on the phone in person whatever don't ride a motorcycle in the dark and I tell them my story all right uh uh, verse 22 the glory which thou gavest that thou Lord gavest me Jesus is doing the talking I have given them that would be us and they that would be us may be one even I'm talking about believers as we are one thou Lord has sent me and hast loved All believers, past, present, and future, as Thou hast loved me, the the people the the hundred forty the people of the tribulation are going to have the Word of God. They're going to read this. Maybe they'll listen to my iPod, my podcast. Anyway, uh, verse twenty-four, Father, I will that they, all believers also, whom Thou hast given me, be with me where. I am ego amī, that they all believers may behold my glory, which Thou Lord hast given me, for Thou lovest me before the foundation of the world. Uh, he's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He's he's has no beginning, he has no end. Kind of like Melchizedek, who I think was a Theophanes if we ever get to study Hebrews, which is, I think we're going to go Matthew, Mark, Luke. We're doing John right now and then we're going to do Hebrews. I'm doing all the Jewish books first. Then we'll get to the church age. I do The Lord could tear you out another hundred years. I have no idea. Everybody thought He was coming back in their lifetime. Verse 25: O righteous Father, the world hath not known Thee. The, the unbelieving world hath not known Thee. But I have known Thee And these believers, apostles, and those that believe in in their words, have known that thou hast sent me. I have declared unto the believers thy name, and will declare it, that the love wherewith thou hast loved me, Lord may be in them believers like me and you if you're a believer, and I in them. And as far as Jesus Christ in us, we're indwelt by the Holy Spirit. Believers have been indwelt by the Holy Spirit since Pentecost, which was 50 days after Christ was crucified. Okay. So that uh, that finishes... Uh, John chapter 17. So, all right. I was going to tell you what I do to prepare. I, I highlight the pronouns purple, blue, then green, and then I I listen to it um, three times, four times. Because I used to one time, one year, a couple years, several years, I taught uh, four ninth grade class Bible classes in a row, and that's where I got a handle on the book of James, which is one of my books I'm going to go to for sure. James was a real outreach too. You know, and it says my beloved brethren or my brother in the book of James, which is a relatively small book. More times than any other book in the Bible, it uses the phrase brethren or my beloved brethren. Um, So, James has written to believers about the judgment seat of Christ and being prepared for that where we're not, uh, everybody's a believer there. It's during the seven-year tribulation. It's the marriage feast of the Lamb. We're partying, sorry, in heaven. And the 144,000 are really doing good work here on earth. And the believers are supporting them when they're naked, when they're hungry, when they're, did it on the least. leads my brethren, the 144,000. They're right there at the, at the judgment of the nations under the throne of God. I don't know how that works, but read, read what it says. If you look at a picture, a medieval picture of the throne, uh, the judgment seat of Christ, you look up images, you'll see the 144,000 under the throne of God. So I didn't invent it. It's been around clearly for a long time. Uh, then I listened to it four times and tried to follow along, but my mind is always thinking. Oh, one thing I did was to to highlight where it says believe, believe, and believe. And the last thing I'm going to say is that the, the book of, there's 21 chapters in the Gospel of John. In the Gospel of John I said in James the the word brethren is used, my brethren my beloved brethren is used eight times more than any other book of the Bible refers to the listeners as my brethren. Uh, the, the Gospel of John is unique in that pistuo, the, the Greek for believe, believed, believeth believeth Believe, believe, past tense, believeth, the act of believing, uh, yet believe, whatever, is a is hundred times. So 21 books, I was doing the math, that should be a little less than five. And we have three times here in John chapter 17, which is a relatively only 26 verses. So, but uh, So it's a little less than the average of 4.9 nine, whatever it is, um, a little less than five times, for a for hundred times. It, anyway, um, the Gospel of John is all about believing. And we'll just end with uh, John twenty thirty one. These are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing, you might have life through his name. Do you believe or not? I will say adios to God, and I will say, go with God.